Konnichiwa, Nihau, Hola, Guten Tag, Aloha, Buongiorno, Namaste, Dresvutria, Shalom, Bonjour, and What's Up? I'm Zen, and welcome to the Spyrokin Manga News Podcast, bringing you the eyes and the latest manga news for the week of Thursday, November 18th to Wednesday, November 24th, 2021. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and check out our reviews at www.spyrokin.com. If you like what you hear, remember to support our Patreon, and Happy Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. This is being released today, Thanksgiving of 2021. Hope all of you are doing well, hope you're being safe, and more importantly than that, I hope that you have a very wonderful time if you're celebrating today. If you're not, hope you're having a great day, and be prepared for Black Friday on Friday, where we're going to have tons of sales and things throughout the retail world. But, that's not what you're here for, you're here to listen to me talk about manga news, and we've got some great ones. The first one is what happened this weekend, and it's some convention news, because Anime NYC has returned as a physical convention. Yes, from November 19th to November 21st, around 53,000 fans attended the return of this convention, which was held at the Jacob Javits Center in Manhattan, New York City. I gotta say, I wish I could have gone, but due to some circumstances, I was unable to attend, but several friends attended and other people I do know, so I have lots of photos and talk to people who went to the convention. Now, there was a full schedule at the con, as well as a full game room, tons of guests, and some special events, including a masquerade. I gotta say, this is a great return to form at the Jacob Javits Center, and over social media, several photos and videos showed a return to normalcy after a year of virtual cons, and it seems that the main attendees enjoyed the event. Now, a lot of people had tons of cool photos to see, lots of cosplays, most people were wearing masks, it seemed, so it seems like it was working really well. The one major complaint that most attendees had this year was that the wait time excessively long lines were frustrating for several con attendees. Uh, these overly long lines were due to COVID checks in various locations to make sure that either you had your vaccination records, which are the little card, or you're wearing a mask. And it's understandable because we want to stay safe and not get anyone else sick because this is con culture. One person gets sick, it's going to completely just spread everywhere because everyone's from all over the country and all over the world. Now, due to this, uh, the lines though, there was a lot of overcrowding and there was lines that went several blocks away. So I think that in order for them to fix this next year, Anime NYC may need to take over the entire convention center. So not just the section, which is just anime con that they had this year. They have to have every room just for this one con, which is going to probably make the price skyrocket. But this could effectively regulate the attendees as well as help prevent overcrowding in the future. But that's just my thoughts. Despite that, uh, many of the con attendees were pretty much saying that they wanted to go back to an anime con and not line con, and it was a little frustrating. However, overall, it seems that this was a return to home with a wonderful and fun convention, and hopefully next year we'll be more organized, and I'll be able to give you a first-person report on it on the scene, but we're going to have to wait on that. Anyway, let's get on to some other news because we're in the licensing news yes and there is a ton of licensing news from anime nyc so be prepared to sit for a while we're gonna go bit by bit and then i'll recap at the end so first off with azuki it announced at anime nyc that they'll be adding several manga titles from sozo comics glacier bay books and starfruit books these titles include uh enchanted racer zan edwin and friends fadeaway bunny uh, Himawari Pro Art. Uh, you have Shin Hinke Shoujo, Prince of Lang Lang, The Warrior Demigods, Champions of Sparta, The Most Sundry Boss in History, Gaudy Girl, Pink Rain Falls, 
and Rabbit Game. These are going to be on the online service, which definitely you should check out because Azuki has been rising up to become one of the premier places to read manga online legitimately. And I got to say, I like their app. Can't wait to see what they're going to be getting next. Next, we have Kamike, another online uh, service. And they're going to be releasing 12 new manga titles on their platform. First off, we've got Ashina Wakaba and her chubby chubby boyfriend, or Ashina Wakaba to uh, Na Kareshi. And this is by Takashi Hazami and Hige. Now, Ashina Wakabe, a girl who's a bit clumsy and not good at socializing, gets bullied into asking out the school's biggest, most despised otaku, Haruta Aruma. However, this experience just changes her pitch black high school years into the ultimate young love experience. A cute romance dealing with otakus and body positivity. Next, Kamake has gotten bottom tier character Tomozaki. Yes, Drakuchara Tomozaki kun the manga. Now, this is by Yukiyaku Fly, and the manga adaptation is being made by Eight Cheetah. Now, despite being number one in the game, TacFam, Fumiya Tomozaki struggles in high school due to a lack of social skills. Fumiya was surprised to learn the identity of the number two TacFam player after a faithful encounter, a popular, clever, and outgoing female classmate of his, Aoi Hinami. Aoi was taken aback to learn that the inept Fumiya was behind the username Nanashi, and she became determined to assist him in winning the greatest game of all. With Aoi's help, Fumiya begins to progress in the wonderful game of life by overcoming the harsh challenges in social interactions and human relationships. We've talked about Tomozaki-kun in episode 420 of the Spyrokin Manga Review, if you want to hear my review of that. And I gotta say, I love this series, and I'm glad we're getting another release of it. So next we have the Executed Sage, who's reincarnated as a lich and started an all-out war. Um, Shoke Sareta Kenjiwa Lich ni Teshishite Shinryaku Senso wo Hajimeru. And this is by Karaku Yuki, Pyran, and Shotaro Kinitomo. The Sage Dwight, along with the hero, defeated the Demon Lord who plunged the world into darkness. However, they are falsely accused of becoming the next Demon Lords because of their power and were thrown into the Death Valley to die. Although his flesh had rotted away, he lived on as a skeleton because of his grudge against the world. Dwight has vowed to turn against that broken world and with a power that surpasses even the former demon king. And by leading countless skeletons, he's going to start an all-out war. This seems kind of cool, because it's something a little bit different. It's not the Izakai, it's no, it's the guy who was betrayed and he's now going to become a lich lord. See how it goes. And speaking too soon of Isekais, we have another one we're talking about from Overshadow to Overpowered, second reincarnation of a talentless sage. Or Rekudai Kenji no Gakuin Mosu, Nidome no Tensei S Clash Cheat, Majusushi Bokuroko. And this is by Arita Shirashi and Kentaro. Now, Epthal is reincarnated as a human coming from modern Earth. In this new world where magic is real, he decides to devote the entirety of his life in the pursuit of magic. Despite his efforts, though, he discovers he is absolutely talentless in magic and breathes his last in anguish. But it isn't the end for him just yet. He reincarnates once again, berating the same name Epthal 400 years later. Having retained his knowledge and power, he steals his resolve and once again seeks to set his sights for the peak of magic. Could be good, could be bad. It's another guy series. Next one is Goodbye Eden, or Sayonara Eden, by Zero Ainen. In the middle of a long war, scientists invented a drug that transformed the fear of death into pleasure, making it possible for schoolgirls to fight alongside men. In this world of death, drugs, and rampant sex, one girl still dreams of true love. Will she find her romantic happy ending? 
this is something very different and kind of exciting. Let's see how that goes. Next, we have the greatest Stephen Lorner's Reborn as a Typical Nobody, or Shijo Saikyo no Daimyo Morbito Ani Tensei Suro. This is by Myojin Kato, Sao Mizune, and Misho Kabota. What would happen if the mightiest being of all time reincarnates himself as Villager A? As a demon lord, Vavartos leads a life where nobody dares intrude in his personal space. Desperate to find friends, he takes matters into his own hand and reincarnates 3,000 years later as Ard Meteor, your average nobody born in the boonies. But little does he know, magic has vastly deteriorated and degenerated after his passing. And what was considered average magical power during his lifetime is now considered never-before-seen talent. In a new life as a new abnormal, will he finally find true friendship? Well, you have to wait and see. I became a legend after my 10-year-long stand. Koko wa ore ni makasete saki ni ike tu itakara yoni ga tataro desetsu ni neteta. And this is by Ezogingi Tune. Dancha, Chaka Abino, and Kitsune Tenoji. With no other option, Luck makes the choice to hold the line against the unending demonic hordes alone to make sure his comrades can escape with their lives. However, through a combination of fortune, skill, and ingenuity, he holds the line for 10 straight years, eventually coming out on top single-handedly. Now he has to tackle the dilemma of how to occupy himself in a world where he holds a myriad of roles. That of a legend, that of a veteran, and that of a brand new face. Uh, next one is, I think I'll cheat to become a spell sword in another world. Izakai Tensei Shita no de cheat wa Igashit Maho Kensei Yorokotni Suru. And this is by Shinko Shoto, Tomozo, Nanora, and Itsuki Watanabe. Suzumiya Kaide has little look forward in life aside from online gaming and even that slipping away from him. After a three-day-long MMO bender, he passes out and finds himself waking up in an entirely foreign fantasy world full of monsters and magic. Starting out with access to unthinkable powerful skills, he resolves to make the most of the situation in pioneering a hitherto unheard of niche, a spell sword. Another Izakai. We've got a lot of Izakais this, for this company. Anyway, on to the next one. The impregnable Demon King's Castle and the expelled Black Mage of the Heroes Party. Uh, I'm not even going to try to read that because it's way too long. And this is by Hozumi Mitaka, Yuhi, J1 Kaido, Aoi Yumitoro, and Roku Hirashi. In the present era, adventurers, demons, heroes, and demon lords are no longer occupations that put one's lives at stake. With the world at peace, it's an era where conquering dungeons have been transformed into entertainment. Adventurers and monsters are able to fight with a substitute body made of magic, popularizing demon dungeon conquests with no deaths. Having lost his job, the black mage, Ramey, struggles with finding another party until one day a beautiful woman appears before him telling him she has a job for him. Well, let's move on with the next one. The Necromancer Made by Sh Michirushi, Shimazaki, and Hama. The alchemist Kurokazu Ritaru saved a young girl who fainted in the forest of corpses. The name of that girl is Chloe Laforette. Her specialty is housework. The story unfolds on the two slow life under the same roof in this Izakai-made fantasy. Next, we have Rust Eater Bisco, or Sabikui Bisco, and this is by Shinji Koboku and Yosuke Takahashi. A plague-like wind blows across the arid, sandy expanse of a post-apocalyptic Japan. As it sweeps over the living and non-living alike, rust is all that remains in its wake. The cause of this catastrophic state of the world is believed to be mushroom spores. Bisco Akaboshi, known as the man-eating mushroom, is a wanted criminal archer whose arrows instantly grow mushrooms wherever they land. 
However, he is really a mushroom protector, a person who spreads fungi in order to enrich the land and return it to its previous state. I think, oh. Next is the strongest wizard becomes a countryside guard after taking an arrow in the knee. That's not a comment on Skyrim at all. Uh, this is by Ezugingtun, Teddy, and Masaki Ayano. Alfred Rint is the strongest wizard. After taking a cursed arrow to the knee, he just wants some peace and quiet to heal. But being a famous hero has its downside. Everyone in the royal capital is demanding his assistance. Alfred decides he needs to get away from the hustle and bustle of the big city, so he takes a job as a village guard in the countryside. Will Alfred finally get the rest he so deserves, or will the countryside prove to be just as lively as the city he left behind? And then finally, our last of this publisher, the unrivaled reincarnation sage of another world the strongest in another world through game knowledge by shikoshoto kaito shibano miso sato due to an unfortunate death a young man reincarnates under the name eld in a world very similar to the vrmmo that he played before his passing however this world he found himself in doesn't know what basic skills were as the only person with knowledge beyond the populace eld sets out on a journey as a level one novice to job change to the greatest class in the world Sage. Could be good, could be bad. We're not entirely sure. But anyway, now next one is a company we haven't heard about in a long, long time. We're talking about Faku. Yes, the guys who release pornographic doujinshis. Yes, they have announced at Anime NYC that they'll be releasing one new series in a three-in-one omnibus edition. The series we're talking about is Nana Tukaru, or Nana and Karu. And this is by Ryuta Amazumi. Uh, Kaoru is in love with his childhood friend turned perfect school idol, Nana. Over the years, their relationship has become strained with a difference in their lifestyle, but Kaoru still fantasizes about Nana helping him realize his ultimate fantasy, a BDSM relationship with her. One day, Kaoru's mother finds his toys and gives them to the ever-responsible Nana to rid her son of his fetish. But Nana finds a leather piece and accidentally locks herself inside. That moment awakens something inside of Nana, whose stressful life could use some fun and could be the start of Kaoru's ultimate fantasy. This series is one which is considered heartfelt, wonderful, and also really, really fucking pervy. So I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen with this series, if it's going to take off, or if people are going to think it's horrible and depraved. But it is Faku, so I don't think anyone's really going to buy this, and I don't think it's going to be released anywhere outside of conventions. But if they release a legitimate copy, I'd be intrigued to see actual how this is printed and published, but we'll have to wait and see. Next, we have J Novel Club that has announced that its panel at Anime NYC that has licensed 11 new light novel series, and they're working on audiobooks for one very popular light novel series that I'm excited about because they are releasing audiobooks for Hajime Kanzaki and Rui Ariazumi's Slayers light novel series. Yes, Lena Inverse is getting an audiobook. They are currently releasing the novels digitally and in print, and definitely worth checking out if you have a chance, for those of you who don't know the series. It is the story of a beautiful and brilliant sorcerer girl who's just trying to swipe a little bit of bandit treasure and finds herself being chased by icky trolls, nasty demons, mean mummies, and brooding golems. But for what? A tiny little artifact that could bring about the end of the world? Well, she'll show you there's a reason why you don't cross Lita Inverse, brilliant sorceress. Yes, this is an amazing series about Lena Inverse and her adventures across the world. Now, the best part about this audiobook is that it's going to be narrated by Lisa Ortiz, the English dub voice actress who is Lena Inverse. So I am excited to get this just because of that reason. Anyway, let's get into the light novels that Jade 
novel has licensed. We've got a lot. First off, we've got Fantasy Inbound or Izakai Shirai. This is by Joe Takazuki with illustrations by Shira B. The world is in peril. Legends live, fairy tales walk, and fantasies become reality, threatening to turn Earth into a waking nightmare. When the flames of war reaches Japan's shores, the vestiges of a shattered nation fail to protect what remains of its people across an unknown enemy, and all seems lost. Those left behind and those who failed to flee now live in scattered communities among the remnants of a better time. Yu Ishinose is just another survivor, a scrawny, quiet middle schooler trying to get by. That is, until he finds his fate bound to a mysterious Elvis girl who seems to hold the key to hope. Now the time has come to stand and take up the sword against sorcery to become the hero who saves the world. The time has come to awaken the Azura Flame. Kind of cool. Next is, forget being the villainous, I want to be an adventurer. Tensei Reijo wa Bokusha wa Kokorozaku by Hiro Oda with art by Toby. Seraphione Granzus is your average three-year-old girl, or so she thinks, until she meets Lou, the super fluffy holy guardian white tiger. Memories of her past life as a Japanese businesswoman come flooding back to her, and she realizes she's part of a fancy book she read before, but as the villainist. Yet her past life isn't all that she remembers. She can recall her life as the original Seraphone in her sadness and her pain. After making a contract with Lou, she comes up with a plan to change the plot and avoid the villainess's dark fate, become an adventurer, and avoid everyone from the book. But the more she diverges from the plot, the more unpredictable the other characters become. How will she keep everyone from learning her secret and spoiling her plan? Another one of the I want to do something different between the villainess stories, but this one could be kind of different. Next is Housekeeping Mage from Another World, Making Your Adventure Feel Like Home. Or, Kasei Madoshi no Izakai Sekatsu, Bokachu no Kasei Fyogyo Uketame Warimas, and this is by Yo Fuguruma with art by Nama. Shiori is an average Japanese office worker who is suddenly transported to another world. Four years later, she's managed to carve out a niche for herself as a housekeeping mage. Alec is an A class adventurer who just returned from a long term assignment when his friend Zack, the local guild master, tempts him into going on a manticore hunt by promising to bring in a mage with special skills, what Alex finds is the last thing he could have ever expected. On the outside, the two couldn't be any more different. Yet deep in their hearts, they each yearn for the same thing. A place to belong. In the face of old wounds, their dark pasts, and the everyday challenges any adventurer must overcome, will they find the courage to risk being hurt again? Who knows? Next we have Magic Knight of the Old Ways, or Furuki Okite no Maho Kishi. This is by Taro Hitsuji with art by Asaga Kosaka. A long, long time ago, in the era of legends, there was a knight known as Sir Sid the Barbarian, who pledged his sword to the Holy King Arthur. Unparalleled in strength, he was the greatest magical knight of his time, but also a disgrace to the name of chivalry. His evil deeds were countless, and eventually he met his end at the hands of his own king. Or so the story goes. Now a thousand years have passed, and Sid is summoned from his eternal sleep by Alvin, a descendant of Arthur, and a prince who knows the truth about Sir Sid the Lightning Knight. Honoring his ancient pact, Sid rises from the grave to help Alvin save the kingdom from impending peril, and become the new instructor of Alvin's class of fellow aspiring knights. As danger lurks in the shadows, Sid must train this class of underdogs to rely on more than their magical fairy swords and teach them the old ways of the magical knights. This one seems compelling and interesting, I'll be honest with you. Uh, My Quiet Blacksmith Life in Another World, or Kajide 
Hijimeru Izakai Slow Life by Tamamaru with art by Kinta. Aizo is a middle-aged, overworked software engineer who loves cats. One day after working late, he saves an injured cat from a speeding truck. The cat survives, but Aizo does not. Luckily, that cat turns out to be a godlike being who offers him a second chance in another world. Aizo decides that he wants a slower life, one where he could live off the things he creates with his own hands. So why not become a blacksmith? He does have one other stipulation, a cat companion for his quiet life. These requests are granted, and Aizo is whisked away to a new world and imbued with blacksmithing knowledge. He soon finds out that his abilities are above average. In fact, his new skills are so overpowering that they're like cheats. On top of that, his cat companion turns out to be a half-tiger girl. Izo's blades soon garner attention, and he realizes that he could turn the tides of battles with his forge and hammer. But with so much commotion in store, will Izo truly be able to enjoy his quiet life? Well, you have to read it to find out. The next J novel license is My Stepmom's Daughter is My Ex, or Mama Haha no Sireguga Motokane Date. This is by Kyosuke Kimashiro, with art by Takayaki. Ah, high school. Is there any better place to start fresh after a horrible middle school relationship? Nope. Not unless your ex ends up in the same school as you and is now your step-sibling. What was supposed to be a sanctuary of peace where he could avoid ever seeing her again has become a living nightmare. Everywhere he looks, he sees her. In his house, in his school, in his class. There's no escape. She even claims that she's the older sister. Like hell she is. But he won't lose to her. After all, he's the older brother in this new family situation. That's right, they're family now. No matter how much... They may have thought they loved each other before. They saw each other's true colors and realized they weren't meant for each other. That's why even though they keep up a buddy-buddy sibling act for the sake of their parents, things will never go back to the way they used to be. That one sounds fun. Something different. Alright, next we have Prison Life is Easy for a Villainous, or Konyaku Haki Kara Hajimaru Akuyak Rehono. Gankoku, Slow Life, and this is by Hibiki Yamazaki with art by Tetsuro Nabashima. Prince Elliot is engaged to Rachel, the daughter of a duke, but he has his eyes set on someone else. He decides to break off their engagement by accusing Rachel of a crime she didn't commit and throwing her in prison. Little does he know, Rachel had already heard about his plans and she is thrilled. To her, prison sounds like a fun vacation with no lessons and no annoying servants. She's more than ready to laze about and live the slow life. Surrounded by all the comfort she could want, Rachel thoroughly enjoys everything the dungeon has to offer while tormenting the prince however she pleases. Her free and merry prison life is just beginning. This is very similar to Sleepy Princess in the Demon's Castle, and I gotta say, this one is gonna be one that you're definitely gonna want to check out. I hope there is an adaptation of this, because this sounds hysterical. Uh, The next uh, J-Novel Club license is Saint? No, I'm just a passing beast tamer and this is by imujin with art by falmato there are all sorts of professions in this world from magician to fencer from the lowly beast tamer to the mighty hero every adult has their own which they can never change as long as they live kanata aldesia is a icy and mysterious beauty a fighter and a genius without peer today is her selection day the day when a child must decide their profession for those chosen for them by the gods Everyone is eager to see what profession Kanata will choose. There is even speculation that she will be the one chosen as saint, destined to lead the Holy Church. But Kanata has a secret. There is something she must obtain at all costs. Something more precious to her than her own life. Her quest for the fluff. Yes, Kanata loves fluffy, fluffy critters more than anything and would go to any length to pet their soft, flurry fur. Saint? No, she's just a passing beast tamer. So that's a nice twist on the whole... You're the... 
Chosen one. No, you want to do something completely different. It's her being a pet otaku. Gotta love it. Then we have to another world with landmines or Izakai Teni Jirai Suki. This is by Itsuki Mizuho with art by Nekobio Neko. And here's the summary. Hey, I'm an evil god, but I'm not actually evil. Those are the first words I heard in the afterlife. My name's Nafumi Kamiya, and my entire class died in a tragic bus accident. The god told my classmates that he would transport all of us to a dangerous new world, but he created skills for us on request. So maybe he's actually a good god. That's what I thought at first. But when it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I feel bad for my classmates who thought that gimmicky skills would make them invincible. I mean, the god did warn them that there are no cheat skills. Oh well. As for myself, I'm enjoying my life with my childhood friends, putting safety first and staying out of trouble. After all, this world may seem like a game, but it's not. It's reality. Then we have When Supernatural Battles Become Commonplace by Koto Nozomi with art by Oniku. Ando Jirai is a second-year high schooler with the mind of an eighth-grade edgelord. His high-indulgent fantasies and over-the-top antics make him a constant pain in the neck for his friends in the literary club. That is, until they all suddenly awaken to spectacular supernatural powers. Their godlike abilities include stopping time, manipulating the elements, creating matter from nothing, subverting the very laws of reality, and producing black fire that doesn't burn. Some superpowers are more godlike than others. Ando's read enough comics to know what comes next. It's only a matter of time before they are dragged into life or death battles with the fate of the world itself at stake. The world, however, disagrees. There are no villains, no battles, no earth-shattering disasters, nothing whatsoever. Half a year later, the literary club finds themselves confronting a new question. What to do with supernatural powers when your day-to-day life is as commonplace as ever? This anime came out a couple of years ago, and I remember seeing this. Um, it's very much like Charlotte, so don't know if this light novel is going to be good or not. I can't remember, but we'll see. So those are the things for J Novel Club. Next, we have Kodansha Comics, and they have announced that they're going to be releasing 14 new manga titles next fall. Starting off with, as a reincarnated aristocrat, I'll use my appraisal skills to rise in the world by Janae Mirai, with art by Natsumi Inoue. One day while leaving work, Ars Levant dies and is reborn as a weak aristocrat in another world. Using his appraisal skills, which lets him see the stats of others, he recruits the best people to assign in order to turn his country's fortunes around. This is based on a hit light novel with over 300 million online views in Japan. Next we have Avant-Garde Yumiko by Shizuo Oshima. I just want to see it. High schooler Yumiko is your ordinary high school girl, except she's obsessed with seeing the male body parts in real life. Determined, Yumiko decides to join the art club at school. Next one is An Older Guy's VR First Love by Tomiko Boryu. Naoki is an older guy, 40 years old to be exact, lives a mundane life in the real world, but enjoys venturing into the VR world as a female avatar. One day in the VR world, he meets a young, happy-go-lucky girl named Honami, whom he slowly becomes attracted to. But who is the real Honami, and what will become their relationship? Next, we have Go Go Loser Ranger by Negi Haruba. Attention, Power Rangers fans. The heroes become the villains, and the villains are, well, they're still the villains in this action comedy from Negi Haruba, creator of the quintessential quintuplets. Follow one plucky villain as he plots to take down the oppressive rangers and finally fulfill his dream of taking over the world. The Ice Blade Sorcerer Shall Rule the World by Norhito Sasaki, Nana Hakoshiba, and Riko Kore. 
In a riveting new Isekai series, a seemingly ordinary guy named Ray White somehow gains admission to Arnold Academy of Magic, a school for elite magicians. Can he be connected to the Ice Blade Sorcerer of Legend? Who knows? In the Clear Moonlight Dust by Mika Yamamori. Yoi Takeguchi has long legs, a deep voice, and a handsome face. In other words, Yoi is such a good-looking guy that most people can't notice or care that she is in fact a girl. Indeed, she's had the nickname Prince as long as she can remember. That is, until she met Ichimura-senpai, the only person who really seems to see her for herself. To her surprise, she's not sure how to handle this new relationship, especially when her newfound friend is a prince himself, and a guy prince at that. The story of the two high school princes starts here. I was reincarnated as the seventh prince, so I'll take my time perfecting my magic ability by Yosuke Kakuzawa, Kenyo no Circle, and Miru. Prince Lloyd wasn't always a prince. In fact, his previous life is one that he remembers perfectly. He was a sorcerer of sorts. So when he was forced to reincarnate, he decided to continue his studies, Prince of the Realm or no. But his new life has his own sets and challenges, including being a ten-year-old. What's the seventh prince sorcerer to do? Miss Mayazen would love to get closer to you by Takaaki. Sakura Miyazen and Shota Matsubayashi are two classmates that are polar opposites. Miyazen, the high-class pretty girl, and Matsuyabashi, the scary-looking delinquent guy. Oblivious to each other's feelings, they actually want to get to know each other, but can't seem to communicate properly. Next, we have Noise by Tsutomu Nihei. Now back in print, dark science fiction set in the Blame universe. As Detective Musubi Susono investigates a series of child kidnappings, her own partner is viciously murdered but when the investigation takes a brutal turn she is suddenly confronted by the killer and a sadistic silicon creature for those of you who are a fan of nihei's work this is going to be a blast ptsd radio by masaki nakayama from giving a lock of hair as a token to a loved one to shaving one's head as an act of penitence hair is a powerful symbol across the world that is a thread that connects the chilling tales in this horror anthology that follows the victim of Ogushi-sama, a sinister god that carries away the dead. Run Away With Me Girl by Bataan. A wistful romance between two women about how sometimes you need to run away in order to find what you truly belong. Midori was Maki's first love and high school sweetheart. That is until Midori broke up with Maki at graduation, saying they were too old to be fooling around dating girls. Ten years later, will running away be the key to lead the two women back into each other's arms? You have to read to find out. Shangri-La Frontier by Katarina and Ryosuke Fuji. Second-year high school student Rokuru Hizutome is interested in one thing, finding shitty games and beating the crap out of them. His gaming skills are second to none, and no game is too bad for him to enjoy. So when he's introduced to the new VR game Shangri-La Frontier, he does what he does best. Min-max and skip the prologue to jump straight into the action. But... Can even an expert gamer like Rikuro discover all the secrets that Shangri-La Frontier hides? Then we have Shonen Note Boy Soprano by Yuki Tamatani. A coming-of-age equal parts moving and musical from the creators of Our Dream at Dusk. Shinonami Tasagare. Yukata Aoi has a talent few boys have. He can sing soprano, but when Yukata's voice begins to change as he enters puberty... The journey ahead will be one of self-discovery and reflection, but for not only himself, but for those around him as well. For those of you who are interested in coming-of-age stories and musicals, this one may be up your alley. Finally, we have Wistoria Wanden Sword by Fujino Omori, with art by Toshi Ao. A new magical dungeon adventure fantasy series from the author of Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? 
To fulfill the promise he made to a childhood friend, Will Safalt enters Regarding Magic Academy with the goal of making it to the top of the magical world. There's just one problem. He doesn't know how to use magic. Will the seemingly ordinary sword in his hand be the key to unlocking his full potential? Well, you're going to have to wait and find out. And I got to say that Kodansha has some great titles that they picked up. And worry not, we only have three more companies to go, so I'm going to rush as fast as I can. First off, we got Seven Seas. They've acquired the print license for Ken Wakui's Tokyo Revengers manga, a manga that we reviewed in episode 393 of the Manga Review Podcast. It's about time travel and fixing life. Now, this is going to be released in a two-in-one omnibus edition with an exclusive Barnes & Noble's edition of the first volume, which will include a variant cover and a double-sided fold-out poster that you can actually pre-order now. I enjoyed this series. I thought it was well done. I did have some issues with time travel aspects, but it's one you should definitely check out and enjoy. Anyway, we're on to our last two. We have Viz Media, who has begun running the manga Protect Me Shogomaru, or Mamore Shogomaru, which is by Daiki Ihara, on their website and on their Manga Plus app. Now, the series has been described as being a bodyguard is an easy, especially when you're a danger to everyone around you. Looks like a fun comedy series, but you should check it out to tell me what you think about it. And then finally, we have Yen Press. They announced at Anime NYC that they are adding three new audiobooks, two new light novels, and seven new manga licenses to their library. For audiobooks, the first one has me so excited, just as much as Slayers, because this is another one of my favorite light novel series. We're talking about Spice and Wolf by Izano Hasekusa, and I gotta say I'm excited for this. We talked about this in episode 208 of the podcast, and... It's one of my favorite series, talking about Kraft Lawrence and Hollow the Wise Wolf as they travel through the land, making deals and dealing with bureaucracy. I eventually have to review the light novel for the sequel, Wolfen's Parchment, but for now we're getting a great audiobook. I don't know who's doing the voice and the dubbing, but I'm excited to hear it. We have So Almost Spider So What by Okina Baba getting an audiobook, another great series. If you have not read the story of Kumiko-chan... And her traveling through a dungeon, eating things and evolving into something amazing while dealing with stressing out being a spider instead of a normal girl. You are missing out. This is a fun, fun series that we reviewed. Um, how long ago was it? Episode 257. That has been a while. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, we are in episode 444 of the podcast. So it's been a bit of time. But I digress. The last audiobook that they're releasing is going to be Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Now, um, for those of you who aren't aware of this series, Bunny Girls do not live in libraries. That is simple, common knowledge, and that's exactly what Sakuda finds one day in the wild. More bewildering is who is the Bunny Girl? Mei Sakujima, a girl one year older than Sakuda, famous at their school for her acting career, even though she's currently on break. To top it off, it seems like no one else in the library can see Mai at all, no matter what she does or wears. Wanting to find out more about this mystery and maybe get a little closer to this beautiful upperclassman in the process, Sakuda launches an investigation to discover why an unforgettable bunny girl keeps becoming totally invisible. Now from there we move on to the light novels that Yen Press has picked up. We have The Bride of Demise by Keshi Ayasota. Years ago, mysterious beings only known as Kihei appear without warning as overran the world. To confront this strange menace, the Twilight Academy was established to train students in black magic and how to battle this otherworldly invaders. Graduates of the school are no strangers to death, and many meet their doom while fulfilling their duty to protect humanity. Ko is just one more casualty in this war for survival, or so he thinks. 
Before he can even appreciate the fact that he's still alive, Akihei pledges her loyalty to him and vows to stay by his side until the end of days, setting off a chain of events that will only lead down the road of madness and chaos. Next one is Sasuke and Pichan by Boncolio. Even though Sasuke's droll corporate life is constantly filled with work, it leaves him tired and unfulfilled at the end of every day. In search of some companionship to fill the emptiness in his life, he visits a pet shop on a whim, not realizing he's about to change his life forever. After settling on a adorable bird and bringing it home, his new roommate reveals that it's actually an incredible sage from another world who promptly bestows Sasaki with supernatural powers as well as the ability to cross between worlds. All Sasaki wants to do is use these newfound powers to live in peace and comfort, but there are more than a few colorful characters that might get in the way of that. And those are Yen Press's light novels, so let's now get to the manga they have. Chitose-kun is in the Ramane Bottle by Bobcat, based on the light novel series by Hiromu and Ramiz. As far as normies go, it's hard to beat Saku Chitose. The most popular kid in his high school? Check. An ironclad reputation that can even weather vicious online attacks? Check. A group of friends that are attractive at the outside as they are on the inside? Check. But when a teacher asks Saku to help a student who has been shut away in his room for months to reacclimate to school life, his perfect world will never be the same. What is this, some kind of normie harem series? Next we have The Geek X Hitman by or Sono Otaku Moto Koroshia. This is by Kodai. The Oracle of Florence, Marco, is a legendary peerless hitman feared throughout the Italian underworld, but now he's trying to build a new reputation for himself. The biggest geek in Japan. After getting introduced to the joys of otaku culture while out in a hit, Marco quickly gets so sucked in that he sets down his blood-stained mantle and moves to Japan to peacefully enjoy his new lifestyle. But he'll soon find that even after turning over a new leaf, there isn't much he can do about how sinister he appears to other people, especially the government agent on his tail, Vivian, whose skills as a spy are surpassed only by her burning passion for yaoi and BL. A romance and comedy series waiting to happen. The third manga we have is Hi, I'm a Witch and My Crush Wants Me to Make a Love Potion by Komada. Now this is based on the LN series Domo. Suki na hit one hiseguru o irai sarete mahodes. This is by Eko Matsuhana and Vient. I want you to make me a love potion. With that single sentence from the object of her affection, the good witch of the lake's crush ended in a heartbreak. In a desperate bid to spend more time with him, she sends him on a wild goose chase for ingredients. But when he starts visiting every day to take care of her, she may have gotten much more than she's bargained for. Fourthly, we have Magia Record, Puella Magi Magica Madoka Magica Another Story by U35. Yes, another sequel to the Madoka Magica story. Mami Tamoe is a veteran magical girl when it comes to fighting the witches of Mitekihara City, but the rise of the mysterious entities known as Rumors have brought her and her allies to a new battlefield, Kamihama City. Providing new insight into the world of Madoka Magica, this manga adapts the another story route from the hit mobile game Magia Record. Knights with a Cat, or Yoru wa Neko to Iso, and this is by Kurus. When Futa comes home late at night, all he wants to do is spend time with this new cat. All the mysterious habits and mannerisms of house cats are carefully reproduced in this relaxed and cute comedy about living with an adorable furball. For those of you who are cat fans, this looks adorable and one that you have to add to your collection. I want to use this one for a panel, but we're going to have to wait for it to come out. The other world's book depends on the beanstalk, or Izakai no Sata wa 
Sachu Sadai, and this is by Kazuki Irodi. This is based on a light novel by Watsuki Yatsuki and Kika Ohashi. Seichiro has always pulled his own weight all day, every day for almost 30 years. Even when he got stuck in a fancy world because of some strange saint summoning spell, he keeps on moving on. It isn't until he meets the Aresh, the captain of the guard, that he realizes he may possibly want more out of life than his job. Can Sanchiro melt the heart of the infamous ice nobleman, or is he destined to be married to his work forever? Finally, we have See You Tomorrow at the Food Court, or Food Court de Mata Ashita, and this is by Shinichiro Nari. Wada is an honor student who keeps herself and has an air of mystery about her. Yamamoto is an intimidating fashionista with dyed blonde hair and a shortened skirt. Though this unlikely duo seems to have nothing in common, it's only during their daily meetings at the food court that they can be themselves. And these are the long list of licenses for the week. And just to break it down, Yen Press mangas and all the light novel releases are coming out digitally and in print to be announced in 2022, which is going to be a while. Kind of sucks, but whatever. That's how it goes. We have the Slayer audiobook by J Novel Club also being released digitally sometime in 2022. All the Kadanch releases are going to be released digitally and then in print first in spring of 2022, then in fall 2022. Nana and Karu is going to be released by Faku in print form in fall of 2022. Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl audiobook volume one is being released by Yen Press in digital format in June 2022. Tokyo Revengers is being released by Seven Seas Entertainment in print format in May of 2022. Soma Spider So What, the audiobook volume 1, released by Yen Press digitally in April 2022. Spice and Wolf audiobook volume 1 is being released by Yen Press digitally in March of 2022. All k releases are being released digitally throughout November and December of 2021 digitally. All J-Novel Light novel series are currently available digitally on J-Novel Club. They will be getting print releases sometime in the future. All Azuki acquisitions are available now on their website, and Protect Me Shogamaru is on Manga Plus and Viz right now. So those are our licenses. So let's get to the last bit of news for the day. I know it's a long episode. I know you probably want to go eat some food or you're driving to your where you're going, so I hope you're safe. So the general manga updates on December 26th. Shonji Ano will launch a new autobiographical manga titled Slapstick. It's going to be released on the Manga One app, and the manga is teased with the text, How Does a Boy Become a Creator? On December 25th, Hiroaki Samura, who created Blade of the Immortal and Wave Listen to Me, is drawing a one-shot manga tentatively titled Yuri and Samura. The one-shot will focus on former afternoon editor Koichi Yuri and his relationship with a rookie Samura. On December 24th, Square Enix will launch the Shiritsu Eroze Gakuin, or Academy Gakuin spin-off manga of its Final Fantasy XIV game. Square Enix describes the manga as the school lives of Alphawand, Alias, and other Final Fantasy XIV character debuts in this new manga series on the Manga Up smartphone app. Now, this will be drawn by Izora Amachi. The story is going to be supervised by the FF14 team. Will it be good? Will it be bad? We'll have to wait and see. And that's the day before Christmas that's coming out. On December 21st, Usumaru Furuya will launch a new manga with an unrevealed writer. It's going to be released in Shinchosha's monthly comics at Brunch magazine, and there's no other information at this time. On December 18th, Tama Azuma will launch a new manga titled VTuber Wa Mama Nararnai, 
of Virtual YouTuber Can't Be Mom. This is going to be released in Shuisha's Ultra Jump magazine. Also on December 18th, Sho Aimoto will draw a one-shot spin-off manga of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean manga. This is going to be titled Fujiko no Kimona Shosichuji White Snake no Gasuin, or Fujiko's Bizarre Wisdom, White Snake's Miscalculation. This is going to be released in Shuisha's Ultra Jump magazine. Thirdly, on December 18th, Masami Kuramata will be releasing a special Christmas-themed one-shot special manga titled Seiyuna Kanawa Naru, or A Bell Tolls on the Holy Night. This is going to be released in Akita Shoten's Champion Red magazine. And finally, on November 20th, the Line Manga app launched a prequel manga for Kana Ozawa's Blue Thermal, Aonagi Daigaku Taikyukai Kobuku, or Onagi College Sports Festival Aviation Club manga, titled Blue Thermal First Flight. The original manga centers on Tamaki Suguru, who is on the sports club team throughout her entire school life until high school, but is instead seeking a romantic, active life once she enters college. However, a turn of events puts her on the path of joining her university's glider club at college. This prequel is also going to be drawn by Kana Ozawa and looks to be pretty good. And that is the news for the week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it wasn't too long-winded. Tell me what news you liked, what you didn't. Anyway, as usual, I am your host, Zan. I am Gonsville. Happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you guys next week. And actually, next week's my birthday, so I'm going to be a year older. Kind of happy about that. But I hope you guys have a great week. Happy holidays. And as usual... I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Keep reading manga. See you.